worship the Lord You're together. Hallelujah, we magnify you, Jesus. We worship you in this place. Isn't he worthy? Isn't he worthy of our praise tonight? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, there is none like you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says if we don't praise him, the rocks are going to cry out. Well, we're not going to let the rocks have a, have a chance, are we? God has done so much for us. Amen. And he is so worthy of our praise. Amen. We're not going to be silent. Amen. We're going to keep on praising God no matter what. Amen. It's always great to gather together to do it. Amen. As the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. As our ushers come, we want to uh, continue uh, to remember the upcoming events. Uh, when it was a ladies' meeting coming up at the end of the month. So we will be uh, ready for that. Amen. And uh, starting September 12th, we're beginning our Sunday school again. Amen. Be that will begin at 9.30. Amen. And uh, pre-service prayer will still be at 10.15. And we'll have our worship service at 11. Amen. And so we're excited to get back to uh, even a normal schedule. Even as this world is still crazy, we're, we're going to push forward. Amen. Amen. And so we're looking forward to that. Amen. And... Um, we want to continue to pray for those that are sick, those that are in need and out um, traveling, amen, as we pray for this offering together, amen, why don't we do that together. Lord Jesus, God, we thank you, Lord, for this time, this opportunity. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have done in our lives, for your many blessings. We ask you to bless this offering, to multiply it for your kingdom. Lord, we pray for all those that are sick, those that are in need, those that are hurting. God, those that are traveling, Lord, we plead the blood of Jesus over their minds, their hearts, their bodies, and their homes. Lord, that your will would be done, God, that you would have a way in their lives. We give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen, amen. We can come and give unto the Lord tonight. Here I am to worship, and here I am to bow down. Here I am to say. Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. We give you praise and glory tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Tonight we are blessed. 
amen, to have a missionary tonight. She comes from all the way from Brazil, amen, and so we want to have Sister Norris come on up, amen, and she can uh, speak to you, preach to you, whatever, whatever the Lord leads her to do, amen, so we want to have her come and, and share her burden uh, with us all tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you happy tonight? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I'm so excited to be here. I want to thank you, Brother Lockie, and the, your church to be here with me tonight. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm so glad to be here. The Lord has done so many great things in the country of Brazil, and I would like to share with you. Ah, eu estou muito feliz que eu estou aqui nesta noite. É um privilégio ministrar para os irmãos. This is Portuguese. This is a language we speak in Brazil. And I said that for me it's such a privilege to be here and speak to you. Hallelujah. The Lord is good, isn't he? Can you say amen? Hallelujah. I, have, I was born and raised in the country of Brazil. And I have been involved in missions for 33 years with my husband working there and six years by myself because he passed away six years ago. And my two kids, they live in the States. I have a grandbaby and a granddaughter. And, uh, and I'm there by myself, not by myself, but the Lord is with me. Hallelujah. And the, in the church, we are just worshiping. And praising, I know that we are, are facing this terrible situation with COVID, but the Lord is great. And he never stopped talking and praising, and we are just serving God, and the Lord has done so many uh, things. Miracles have happened. People have repented of their sins, and they have been baptized in Jesus' name. They have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And I know that Jesus will come soon. Hallelujah. For me and you, we are going to live with him forever. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to show you a slide presentation. It's five minutes. You won't be bored by that. <laughs> and then we can continue this night. May God bless you. Open your heart so you can see a little bit of my story. God bless you. do you think that you're so worth it worth more than the whole world more than any other possessions for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life the Robert Norris family was sent to Brazil to the city of Rio de Janeiro as missionaries to preach the gospel to the lost. Thousands of people were saved. I am one of them. I'm so thankful that the Lord saved my grandmother. She was baptized in Jesus' name. She received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. She was a big influence in my life. She sent me to the Bible school where the missionary Robert Norris was a director. 
I'm a fruit of a missionary work. I received my calling to the mission field at the Bible school. And guess what? I married Brother Robert Norris's youngest son, Jeffrey Norris, and we became a missionary family. We were appointed as missionaries to the country of Brazil in 1987. We were involved in many areas, preaching, teaching, pastoring. We decided to buy this property for our Bible school. This place used to be a soap factory and the owners were involved in black magic. Our students came from all over Brazil to study the Word of God for a year. We used our main tabernacle for our graduations and for national and district conferences. Six years ago, my husband passed away. He went to live with the Lord. I am still pastoring this church in Costa Barros. It is located in one of the most dangerous slums in Rio. But the Lord has been so good to us, has given us favor, has protected us. There have been days that we had to lay down on the floor during a service because of the shooting outside. In spite of all that, souls have been saved, baptized in Jesus' name, received the Holy Ghost. They have been taken care of. We provide food supplies for the poor families. And the church has been a shelter for our community. In the area where the Bible school is located, we have to deal with riots, drug trafficking, killing. But I have good news. Our Bible school students are involved in outreach. The Bible school has made a difference. Family have been saved, have been baptized, have repented of their sins. They respect the church and they don't do any harm to us. This young man's name is Thiago. He was already involved in drug trafficking when he accepted Jesus as his personal savior. And as you see, we are baptizing him in Jesus' name and he is receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He is serving the Lord now with his whole heart. I wonder sometimes where would I be today if a missionary wasn't sent to the country of Brazil. I wasn't only saved, but I became a missionary and I'm preaching the gospel to my own people. How much does a soul work for you? I challenge you today to invest in the kingdom of God becoming an intercessor, a partner, and a giver to the country of Brazil. We need you. Each saved soul in Brazil will have your touch. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
I came here tonight to give you opportunity to be a part of the work in Brazil. You don't need to speak the language. I'll speak for you. <laughs> I'll be your hands. I'll be your feet. And, uh, and one day, when everybody will be together in heaven, you're going to meet a lot of people that you have invested. I would like for you to open your Bibles in Isaiah 51, verse 2. And while we're uh, speaking tonight, I'll be sharing a few testimonies with you. Isaiah 51, verse 2 says, Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who gave you birth. When I called him, he was only one. Can you say with me, only one? He was only one, man. And I blessed him and made him many. Hallelujah. Can you say, made him many? Hallelujah. 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 You may be seated. As we saw, I am a fruit of a missionary work. And my father-in-law, Robert Norris, he went to Brazil and ministered to my family. I came from a Catholic church in my whole family. And after uh, he went there, Brazil was never the same. We're completely different. And I am involved in missions, and the Lord was so good to me that he even sent me a husband. <laughs> I was uh, two years older than, than my, my husband, and I went, the first time I saw him, he was five years old, and he used a bow tie, and I just invited him to play. He said, let's play with him. He said, no. And I told my grandma, and I said, I don't like that boy. He said, don't say that. You don't know the future. Who knows? Maybe she knew they was going to marry him. <laughs> So he grew up, I grew up, I went to Bible school, but let me tell you very fast how this happened. My mother-in-law, it was the first woman that received the Holy Ghost in Brazil, and uh, she was so excited, she changed her life completely. She was always smiling and laughing, and I was so curious because she was always serious. She was a wonderful grandma, the grandma that gives you everything, right? Money, candy, everything. But she was so serious, and after received the Holy Ghost, she was laughing all the time. So what was going on with her? So she said, you need to meet the missionary. And I was already 15 years old. She said, you need to go and study at the Bible school. And I said, I don't want anything to do with the Bible school. So you need to. You're going to meet a lot of young people. So the Bible school has a, had a lot of young people. So I went there to visit, and my grandmother said, stay in, in, and study. My mom and dad, they went crazy because they didn't want me to be involved in the Pentecostal church. So I talked to my to, to the missionary, Robert Norris. And I told him, listen, I'm going to come and study at the Bible school, in the Bible school here, but I don't want anything to do with church. And uh, this thing that my grandma received, and I, want, I don't want to be baptized because I was already baptized, and I knew the priest, and I knew everything. I was so anxious to touch the Bible. What really interests me, it was that she, she told me, you can touch the Bible. You can open the Bible and read. So in the Catholic Church, I couldn't even touch the Bible. I remember one day when I was going to touch the Bible, the, the priest said, uh-uh. And I said, why? I, I just want to touch the Bible. And I even could even do that. So she told me, if you go to Bible school, you can touch the Bible. You can read it. And I said, well, so this is a good thing, right? So I asked him, okay, I want to 
I will come and I will be at the Bible school studying for a year, but I don't want to be baptized. So, uh, you know, this is not common for us because everybody that comes to the Bible school, he will become a teacher, a preacher, and, you know, someone that will do something for the Lord. He said, well, but I just want to learn. And he said, well, I'm going to do an exception, and I will let you study for the whole year. At the end of the year, you decide what you're going to do. And I asked him, promise? He said, yes. Okay, so he went back home, and that day the Lord spoke to him. The Lord spoke to him about me. So I want you to understand, uh, if you have a, a, a Catholic background, you can understand me tonight. Because we could never go straight to God, right? I have to talk to Mary, and then Mary talked to Jesus. Jesus will talk to God, and God will talk to the, you know, the Holy Spirit. And if you're lucky enough, the Holy Spirit will talk to you. So, <laughs> that, can you, you know, yeah, that's, that's the way I grew up. And, and that's what I understood. So, and the Lord spoke to him and told him to talk to me that I needed to receive his name. And he, I would need to be baptized for the remission of my sins. So when the Lord spoke to my father-in-law, my future father-in-law, that was, you know, the, the missionary, he told him, said, Lord, this is going to be impossible. Because I already promised her that I wasn't going to baptize her. What am I going to do? And the Lord spoke to him, tell her, and she will obey you. She will baptize. So when she came to me and she said, the Lord spoke to me about you, I just asked him, which, which Lord, which God was Father or the Son or the Holy Ghost, who? And he said, the only God, the only God spoke about you. And say so he spoke about me. Did he say something about me? And he said, yes. And you need to be baptized in his name and receive the Holy Ghost. So he spoke to me. And I said, I cannot believe that he spoke about me. And uh, may, I, may I read the Bible? May I touch the Bible? He said, yes, you may. So that was, you know, so I was so impressed, so happy that I could have this access to God. And I said, okay, I will baptize. I said, will you? And I said, yes, I will. So I was baptized, and when I was on the on the in the water there being baptized, my tongue was, you know, doing something so strange. Something was going on different. I wasn't speaking Portuguese anymore. It wasn't English either. And he said, I told him, get me out of the water because I'm having stroke. <laughs> Something bad is going, so something <laughs> got me out of this water. I said, no, this is the baptism of the Holy Ghost. See, that's the reason I didn't want to receive it, because I'm having, the, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> so because of one man that went to Brazil as a missionary, he changed my life, my grandmother's life, a life of thousands of Brazilians, and he made a difference and my life. So I'm speaking you, to you tonight that you can make a difference in somebody else's life. Just to think about, I was in Brazil, South America, and this huge country, 211 million people, 
The city that I work, it's 7.6 million people. And the Lord just spot me and just look at me and said, I'm going to send you salvation and I'm going to send your husband and you're going to become a missionary and you're going to be speaking to your own people. Hallelujah. For me, it's kind of different, you know, <laughs> because I, I am the missionary to Brazil where my people live. Hallelujah. 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 The Bible says the, God so loved the world that he gave his begotten son to save you and me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we believe, we will be saved. The plan of salvation is very, very simple. There's no complication. And for us to speak to someone about the Lord, about the salvation, it's so simple. You know, we are talking about the remission of our sins. We are talking about God living inside me. When uh, the missionary told me that the Lord will live inside me, just imagine the confusion that I had because I couldn't even touch the Bible. Now the Lord is living inside me. So I didn't know what to do. If I could go to the right, to the left, if I was going to do something wrong, you know, Lord, just tell me what to do. I was so afraid of what I was going to say and speak. And when I grew up in the Lord, I start hearing his voice. Don't do this. I want to talk to you. I want to speak to you. I want to use you to save other people. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 So the Lord has called you and me to be a witness. Right? You, you can testify something that you feel, you know, you heard. So if the Lord saved me, healed me, I can open my mouth and I can explain what happened to me. So my husband and I, we just, my, my father-in-law had this big church in Brazil, there in, in Rio de Janeiro, in the outskirts of the city. And uh, the church was big. I was involved in music. I was involved in, uh, with the Sunday school. And he was the leader. So when the Lord spoke that to my father-in-law that he had a great plan in my life, I wasn't satisfied. You know, when you just, you know, you, you're serving God and you think something is missing. I need to do something else. I need to work a little bit more. And I was so hungry because now I could read the Bible. And I know that we can use our phones, iPhones. You can, you can do everything, you know, now. You can uh, even memorize. But, you know, this is so precious to me, so precious. I just love it. If you go to my house and you're invited to go there, okay, anytime, <laughs> you're going to see a lot, so many Bibles. So why do you have so many Bibles? So because I could even touch one. Now I can have as many as I want to. <laughs> Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And uh, I started, you know, testifying and just uh, talking to people, inviting people to, to come to church. And I was, I was a different because I always said the Catholics make the best Pentecostal people. <laughs> the best. Because, you, you know, we want everybody to hear. We want everybody to understand. We want to touch people, you know. In my church, if someone gets in the door, everybody goes after them. So one time I remember there was, came a drunk man. 
So everybody just rushed, you know, to get in him. What's going on in this church? Are you trying to get me? So he left running. He said, no, <laughs> just want to welcome you. He said, you don't need to come everybody at once. <laughs> Our church, you know, is so hungry because when we work in that church, my husband was called to uh, minister to be a pastor of one of the worst uh areas in Rio de Janeiro. It's a slum area. And as you saw there, so many times we had to lay down on the floor because of the shooting, because of the, uh, they tried to kill people. They, in fact, they did. So I don't want to tell everybody everything to you so won't be afraid and won't go there to visit me. <laughs> but uh, we stayed in that church and we didn't have anybody in the church because everybody was afraid. So when my husband went there, I, was, I said, Lord, for sh if this is not the big plan you have for my life, for sure. My little girl was only six months old. They tried to kidnap her. And I said, Lord, are you sure that this is the big plan? I don't want to lose my baby. So and we were there, and the more I prayed that the Lord would change my husband's mind, the more he loved that place said, Jesus, just change him, change him. And he was, Jesus, change her, change her, change her heart. So the Lord, you know, he won because the Lord just uh, put some, a love for that place. And when I saw so many children just rushing, you know, when we came with the car, they just loved to be in the church because it's so, the area was so poor and it still, still is. But they would love to go to the bathroom just to play with the water in the wallet, the, in the toilet. Could you imagine that? And why did you come to the church? Oh, because of the fan. Here is better, you know, the fan is so good. And the Bible said that it's good that we, uh, the Apostle Paul said that uh, we have to do everything, all means to save people, right? So if they come because of the fan, because of the food that we give, we give every month because of the toilet, because of the bathroom. I don't care. I want to win them for the Lord. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. One lady one time, I asked her, what do you, who invited you to, to come to the church? And she said, the decoration. I said, what? I said, yeah, the church is so beautiful. It's so, I love the decoration. That's the reason I'm here. So when I, and he, when I came here, the Lord changed my life. I was baptized and received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Isn't that something wonderful? Well, that the Lord has, you know, used so many things, so many people. And just take one. The Lord just need one person, you know, to touch many people. Hallelujah. So we went to that church and the Lord started doing so many things. But I didn't have anybody at the church. Nobody. It was just myself, my husband, and my little girl, six months old. So he would, he would say like that, okay, I want everybody to stand up. We're going to praise God at this moment. And I'm going to praise the Lord. Nobody was there, just myself and my girl and himself. And then he said, oh, I'm going to invite the choir now to sing the song. So the choir came. Everybody was there. He said, what a beautiful song. Thank you, Jesus. What a, what, now my little girl is coming to testify and sing. Six months old, okay? She was there testifying. So he, And when he preached, he was preaching as if he had 100 people in the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And he said, I would like to invite Sister Mary to get up and testify of the wonderful things that the Lord has done in her life. So Sister Mary got up. She testified. said, I want to invite other Sister Mary. Do you know, brothers and sisters, we have three Marys in the church. So I just want to hear their testimony. So the th three Marys got up and testified. Do you know how many Marys we have in our church? Three. Everything that he prophesied came to pass. Everything. All the church, the young people, the choir. And you know, the Lord has, do, has, has been doing so many great things. Hallelujah. 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 And even the drug dealers, they tell everybody that I am their pastor. So... You know, that's our pastor. You can go. You can have the church in such and such, you know, street. Our pastor is there, so I'm their pastor. So because the church has made a difference in that place. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And my husband was, um, he had a, a Frederick's ataxia, ataxia. This disease is a con congenital disease. So he, uh, he couldn't go to the church as he used to. And I had to go there, you know, uh, by myself. And one day I asked my, my son to go with me to play. We don't have the beautiful music that you have here. So he could play and sing and say, let's go with, with me today. He said, Mom, I don't want to go to that church. And I said, please, because he helped three different churches. He said, I don't want to go to that church, Mom. I said, why? Said, because it's so dangerous. Mom, you need to get out of there. Dad is not there anymore to protect you. So I don't want to go there. So let's go only today. And before, it was like a month ago, I talked to him. Did you remember what happened? And he said, how could I ever forget what happened? So when we were going to church, we saw those boxes in the way to, on the way to the church. And uh, I told him, I said, listen, those people, they never learn how to throw the garbage in a special, you know, the place you're supposed to throw the garbage. We said, Mom. These are, this is not garbage. These are pieces of body. Someone killed someone, and the pieces of body are there. So what do you mean? So those leg, arm, I, and he even mentioned I don't see the head, but I see all the pieces. And I said, oh, Jesus. So I went to the church, and when I got there, uh, they, they, asked, they told me, listen, Pastor, the police just got out of here. And they're looking for the head. And I said, did they find the head? I said, no, ma'am, they didn't find the head. I said, okay, so let's have church. So we had church, and everybody looking for the head, somebody killed. So you just, you can see the place that we are doing, you know, working there. So the following week, a guy came. He, he had a gun, and he got in and said, who is the pastor here? Everybody pointed at me immediately. Everybody, so they, he didn't have any problem to, to find out which, who was there. So he said, what do you want? He said, I came to talk to you. Do you want to know where the head is? And I said, no, I don't want to know where the head is because I'll have to tell the police. I don't want to know. And he said, uh, uh, I was the one who killed that man. And I chopped him and I hit the head. And I, I came here, and I can talk to you and tell you where the head is. Everybody was looking for the head because they needed to do a nice funeral for the man. He was the mayor. 
And uh, so he was there looking, and he came to confess. said, did you come here to tell me where the head is? No, I just came here to talk to you because the Lord spoke to me about you. So let me remind you, the missionary said that the Lord spoke about me. It's a missionary, right? A man of God that spoke about you, about your life, prophesied about your life. This is wonderful. But now an assassin, you know, a drug dealer, a killer, saying that the Lord spoke to him about me. I said, what did he say? I said, my Lord, now this man is saying something that I want to know. And he said, uh, how many here have seen a bazooka? Bazooka? Okay, he had this bazooka. And he thought that it was the police because I was using the same car. And uh, the, the police used it in Brazil. And he said when he pointed the bazooka, to kill me and he said that the Lord spoke to him and the Lord said my servant no you don't kill her so he said that he was so shocked that he needed to know who the Lord was protecting so he asked about me and he went there said I came here to meet you because, you know, I think it would have been better for you to be killed because you would be with the Lord. But you are here. So, and I said, how did you know that was the Lord that spoke to you? And he said, I grew up in church. I was baptized. I was my pastor's right hand. And uh, something happened. They lied about me. They said something against me and I got so bitter that I decided to be a criminal and kill as many people as I want and pastor my hands are full of blood I have killed so many people do you know this can happen to us too if any root you know of bitterness something bad you know start to grow inside us we can change our position to the light, to the darkness. And I don't want this to happen to me. And I'm positive that you don't want this to happen to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But just imagine, I was there. And when he said, I was the one who killed, I was just thinking. Immediately, I thought of the pieces of the, that body. And immediately, being a mother, I just thought, my Lord, how would this mother think about her son just chopped? And I was just talking to God. I said, this man needs to die. That's what this man needs to do. And immediately he said, just help me. He said, help me. I just want to hear the voice of God one more time. I grew up in church. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm sick of this life. I want to repent. I want to get out. But I know this cannot be, this cannot happen because I have killed so many people. And I said, no. So it wasn't myself at that time because I was just, you know, when you fight with God, you want to give a lesson and tell him, why did you do that? You should go to hell, you know, because you did that. I was so upset. And all of a sudden, what my mouth starts saying, the Lord has a plan in your life. God wants to forgive you. Hallelujah. He has a plan for you. You need to stop doing that. You, you can be a vessel for the Lord. 
And I was just saying that to him and said, this is impossible. And he said, do you know what kind of profession I have? And I look at him, so what could I say? I look at him and say, killer? <laughs> so the only profession I thought at that moment, and he said, <laughs> you know, it's just horrible. But I, I said, ma'am, pastor, when I cut people's body, I just grab their hearts, and I just feel like God. I want to be like the God, just, you know, kill everybody that doesn't need and doesn't deserve to, to live. And I can feel the heart beating. And it's so, for me, it's so nice. It's so good just to feel the heart beating. But, you know, I cannot give their lives back. And I'm so sick. Please help me. Help me. So what the Lord is just needing is just one. One person to change, to make the difference. I made the difference because God just sent him to me. You never know who the Lord is going to send to you. You want all us want nice people, people that are going to be good to you, to your community. But the Lord just died for me and for him. And I told him, because he was involved in church, he did so many things for his pastor. He was the usher. He said, I was always at the door, just welcoming everybody to come. And look where I became. He said, this is the day that the Lord will change your life. Hallelujah. 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 So I was the vessel. I was the instrument to stop the killing. I don't care how many people he killed. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. So my experience, and I talked to him, said, listen, I was the one that did deserve God in my life. You know, I was born a sinner, and now the Lord just changed me. He said, but you haven't killed anyone, but I did so for the, the Lord doesn't it's no acceptance don't do and don't choose the one who he will save he has a plan in your life hallelujah so most of them that came to the church he couldn't be he couldn't uh, be in my church at all because he knew too much he had killed too much and he was involved in the politics and they just uh, hired them to do that and the police wanted to him to get out. The politics wanted him to get out of the, their way as soon as possible. And the Lord changed his life. He's living a different life. He doesn't go to my church, unfortunately. But he, he was saved, and he changed his life completely. Hallelujah. That's the reason the Lord chose you. Hallelujah. To be a different person in this world, to tell them that Jesus wants to save. He came to seek and save the one who were lost. And the Bible said that the doc, if you have good health, you don't need a doctor. Only the ones who are sick. Can you say thank you, Jesus? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We are a part of the church of the living God. Hallelujah. You can save others in your community, your family, and around the world. Through the missionaries, through your giving, through your prayers. And I want you to think of someone that you have been praying and someone that you want to see saved. To come to this church, to feel what you feel. 
And I just, I was thinking the other day, my table is so, uh, so big. And I can choose everything that I want to eat. This is the table. And I can read the Bible and I can just, ah, just taste. The Bible said, taste and see. The Lord is so good. And a lot of people, they don't even know. They don't understand anything in this Bible. They don't know that the Lord just died for their sins. And so many people have come. Um, I have one of the, the ladies. I was just, uh, and I'm going to finish with this. Uh, I was teaching, um, I, like, let me see, like two groups of people to be baptized, you know, talking about the Holy Ghost and everything. And this lady came in the church, and she had a knife. And uh, with her came a lot of people behind her. Everybody, they want to know what was going on because she just got into the church, and she said, I just got in here because they told me that my life can be changed in this church. So change me. So she had a knife. So the first thing I have to do is to ask somebody, someone to get the knife, right? So. I don't know what was going on. So immediately, what I thought, well, she needs to learn. She needs to know about God. She needs to know about repentance. She needs to know that it's a sin. Because I have killed so many people, she said. And today I was going to kill my sister-in-law. So that's the reason I'm here. So, well, she was an expert, right, of killing. And uh, she came, and so I, in my mind, she needed to learn that that was a sin, that he couldn't, she couldn't do. And I said, well, do you know what? You can, uh, you can learn. Do you know what? We need to, you need to learn. But no, I don't want to learn. I just want to be changed. So we want to teach people, right, the word of God. We, want to, we think that we can teach them to become a better person. But only the Lord can change their lives. Hallelujah. We are just an instrument. We are just someone that can, a vessel that they can see Jesus through us. Right? So in my mind, I, was, I wanted to teach. And uh, the Bible says something very interesting. And I'm finishing now. And I'd like for you to listen this very, very careful about when Jesus fed the 5,000. And the disciples just, they were so nervous because everybody was there and they didn't have anything for them to eat. And the Bible said when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them. Hallelujah. Because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he became to teach them many things. So we want to teach them many things. Right? He wanted them to learn about God. And when it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the hour is now late. Send them away to go into their surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. You give them. And the Lord asked, what do you have? How many loaves do you have? You give what you have. The Lord will never ask you to give more than you have. And the Lord spoke to me. 
when the lady said, I don't want to learn anything. I just want my life to be changed. The Lord spoke to me, what do you have? And I said, well, I have your spirit, Lord. I have your Holy Ghost. I, that, you know, I have you inside me. So I told her, Sister Rosa, I, always, I call everybody sister and brother. I don't, you know, if they don't come to church, I call them brother and sister. Praise the Lord. And the drug dealers, they salute me with the guns, with, the, you know, their hats. And everybody's my brother and sister. Hallelujah. <laughs> so I told her, Sister Rosa, you can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And she said, what's that? And, you know, I was afraid we can be a witness of what happened in my life. How I could explain to her. I told her, you don't need to be afraid because the Lord will live inside you. And she was looking at me because she had a knife and everybody was just looking at her. Said, you can receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And people in my church, they were uh, seeking for the Holy Ghost too. And they haven't received. So they just, they had big eyes. Then I said, well, I didn't receive it. She would never receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost because she got here with this knife and she went to kill her sister-in-law. So I told her, and she said, how can I receive this? I said, okay, I, I'm going to speak to you and I'm going to teach you. You're going to repeat what I'm going to be saying to you, okay? I said, Lord, just forgive me. And, you know, you know how you ask to teach people and uh, help people through the Holy Ghost and receive. So... And she, she repeated, and everybody was looking at her. And I said, Lord, the Lord will fill her, this woman with the Holy Ghost because she was so hungry. And she said, now, Sister Rosa, now you're going to say your prayer to the Lord. Yes, you're going to say your prayer. And she said, okay, Lord, forgive me. She said I can receive what she's saying there. And I still want to kill my sister-in-law. <laughs> I still want to kill her, but I ask your forgiveness. And I said, okay, sister, how's it? Continue, continue. And she said, I love you, Jesus. Just change my life. I don't want to do that anymore. I want my life to be changed. And all of a sudden, she started speaking in tongues. And she received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 That was when uh, the revival in our church started. Everybody would come and they would invite people. Let's go to that church because something is going to happen in your life. Your life is going to be changed. You can be changed to the Holy Ghost and you can be baptized in Jesus' name. She was baptized the next day. The whole family came to the Lord and she started serving God from that moment on. Hallelujah. I would like for you to stand this night. Hallelujah. And I'd like to invite you to this altar right now. And I know that many of you have been serving the Lord for so many years. And uh, I'm going to tell you something. Every day is a new day. It's a new beginning. The Lord is just looking at you. You can make the difference. So many times I said, Lord, I cannot touch anyone. I had this lawyer 
that he was involved in so many bad things. And uh, I was here in the States like three months ago. And I was talking to him. said, there's no hope for me, sister. There's no hope. And I said, yes, there is. Do you want to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost? So what is that? And I told him what it was. And he received the baptism of the Holy Ghost in the parking lot. In Brazil, it was on the phone, was on the phone, and he was there speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. You can make the difference. Hallelujah. People are just waiting to see, hallelujah, you and hear what you have to say for him. So tonight, I'm going to call your pastor. But this moment, we're going to ask the Lord, Lord, I want to make the difference. Something needs to happen to me, Jesus. I need to talk to as many people, hallelujah, as I need. I have my neighbor. I have people in my work. And I just look at them and say, oh, there's no hope. I said that man, William, I said, oh, Jesus, there's no hope for him. And he said, I just want to hear God's voice one more time. And he was crying. He was speaking in tongues. And the Lord spoke to him one more time. So let the Lord speak to you tonight. Let the Lord use you in a tremendous way. There are people that I cannot reach. You cannot. you the only one who can reach those people to the Lord. Hallelujah. Pastor. Come on, why don't we begin to seek the Lord tonight? Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, use us, God. So many people, Lord, out there in this world that are lost, God. So many people that we know personally, God, that are lost and dying, God. Help us, Lord, to answer the call. Lord, to reach out to them, Jesus. Come on, let's worship him. Let's cry out to him tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Use me, Lord. Hallelujah. You filled me, Lord, with your spirit, God. Help me, Lord, to be a witness, a better witness, God, than what I currently am, Jesus. Lead me, God, to somebody to speak a word in their life. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. He can use us. He wants to use us. Hallelujah. 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 If you, you can, can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, Hallelujah. God, use us, Lord. If you can use anything, Lord, oh, Lord. you can use me. Place somebody in my heart and in my mind Take to pray for, to intercede for. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak through me. Give me a desire to reach the lost.
opportunity. Hallelujah. Help us to reach somebody, Lord Jesus. Freely have we have received, God, so freely, Lord, we need to give to somebody to pour out into somebody else's life. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have done and all that you're going to do. Hallelujah. Help us, God, to be that vessel. We don't know who it is that we can reach and have an impact. Man, it can just be that one soul that changes everyone, changes changes revival, brings in revival. It was that 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 murderous man named Saul when when the Lord met him on the road to Damascus. What happened to him? He turned. He became a missionary, and he he wrote half half the new most of the New Testament. All it takes is one person. But there needs to be somebody there to, to minister to that person. And that's what God is calling us to do, amen, is to reach out and just to be a vessel, to be a witness and be a light so that God can change somebody's life. Amen. Isn't God so good? Amen. Thank you, Sister, uh, Sister Norris, for your, your testimony, your life, your, your ministry, all that God has done in you and is doing in you. Amen. To come all the way up here from, from Brazil to share your heart and your desire and your ministry. Amen. We're blessed because of what we have heard tonight. Amen. And she has a, a table out there. Amen. To, that you can help support her. Amen. If you want to give support her monthly, you can do that. There's cards to fill out if you want to buy some things. Um, I would encourage you to do so because... She knows people. And we don't need this getting back to us or me. So I'm encouraging everybody, you need to support her. She literally knows people. Amen. So we're so blessed to have her. Thank you so much. Amen. God bless you all. You're dismissed tonight in Jesus' name. Be sure to greet her. Amen. And, and, and help support her any way that you can. God bless you.